0: Hello and welcome to Scratch. I'm Kyle Evans from Echobloom. Every two weeks on Scratch, we document the birth of a new Echo Bloom song, each of which was written in an hour. I call them hour songs. I'll talk about where each song comes from, how it was written, how it was recorded, and what could change about it in the future. Think of it like a guided tour through a musician's audio sketchbook. It's messy, it's raw, some things work and some things don't. Episode 6, Motorcade. Fails to my the joy and the pain of our songs is that a thing gets written in an hour. And sometimes that time limit creates a beautiful thing, some novel singularity that sprang into existence only because of the bounds of the canvas, it's something that is celebrated. But here's the rub. I think that at least a third of the songs I write using this process are total garbage. Uh, and others perhaps would argue more. <laughs> Sometimes it works and sometimes it truly doesn't. The Muse is out for lunch, Mercury is in retrograde, who knows? Uh, The thing this process has taught me is to finish. The only thing worse than a piece of garbage is a half-finished piece of garbage. That applies to both songs as well as their recordings. Motorcade was born out of a completely different song, one that I was really frustrated with. I'd recorded a bass take for the song, and when I got to the end, I was so annoyed by the part i just played that I just kept improvising over the drum beat out of frustration. It ended up, to me, being significantly more interesting than the piece I was playing, so I decided to try what I call a reversal. Here's what I mean. Everybody writes songs differently. Some people write words first, and then write music that goes along with the words. Um, The idea of that, by the way, makes my brain hurt. I have no idea how people write songs that way. My technique, most of the time, is to improvise on an instrument and sing nonsense on top of it until I find something that just feels right. I build out the structure from there and then write to the form. But this song had a different start. Music first, no vocals. I call it a reversal. The first bass fragment, that initial piece of frustration sounded like this. I took that fragment, transposed it onto a Wurlitzer, which is a type of keyboard, and that became the ostinato background. From there, I layered on what sounded like an interesting drum part. And then I added in a bass part. So from here, I had the feel of the song. And now it was time to get the form down. I took that segment and started improvising on guitar, and it kind of sounded like this. collected all those scratchy phone recordings, cut them up in Pro Tools, and pasted them together into verses and choruses. Then I took the feel recordings I'd made with a keyboard and extended them to match that structure. And that created the song's foundation, the blueprint. Uh, then it was time for lyrics. I played that backing track for a friend and asked them what they thought the lyrics could be about, and I prefaced it by noting that it shouldn't be about a Civil War soldier or anything, because to me it just felt more contemporary. But of course, after I said that, I realized that it had to be the topic. So I read a bunch of old Civil War letters from the Vermont History Museum, mostly letters from soldiers home to their families, and started writing a song based on the general tone of them. And the tone was, I could best call it, ambient confusion. The military seems like it's this world of certainty, but the vast majority of the letters that I read were infused with this fuzz of confusion and waiting. Time was spent with people waiting for orders, waiting for papers, waiting to fight, waiting to heal. Nobody knew exactly what they were supposed to be doing or how they should be doing it, but they felt duty-bound to be there. Just this haze. So I started writing about that purpose-driven stew of confusion, and what started as a period piece turned into a story about a Secret Service agent guarding a senator to parade. He hears some distortion on his earpiece, thinks it's an attack, and tackles the person he's supposed to be guarding. I recorded the vocals, and then added a few more musical embellishments. First, I added a couple guitar tracks to mark the form and serve as a counterpoint to the vocal melody. Second, I added some background vocals. These ended up getting routed through a leslie speaker emulation which makes them sound like something between a voice and a keyboard it sounds like this so what would i change uh, one This piece turned into kind of a John Bryan thing, and if you don't know John Bryan, check out early Fiona Apple and Amy Mann albums. His production is incredible. He's a big fan of obscure keyboard instruments like optigans, chamberlains, etc. Uh, There's a lot more color that could be added to this with a little more time, and I'd like to keep fiddling with it. I rarely have time to more completely do instrumental sections, so there are a few sections that feel a little sparse here. I improvised a line for a solo here vocally, but it could be something more musically interesting or maybe played on a different instrument. And three, it feels a couple clicks slow, I think. So here's the final version of Motorcade. If you like what you hear, there are all kinds of ways to support. The best thing you could possibly do for me is to send this to a friend or subscribe to our email list at echobloom.com slash scratch or give us a five-star review on iTunes or check out EchoBloom's albums on Spotify or maybe even all of the above. The best thing you could possibly do for you is to write something of your own. Doodle on a cocktail napkin, sing in the shower, just create and enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. Try to show the town a good berry. trouble but everyone look